Look, I completely agree. I would actually just say we probably should preface this podcast by saying 99.9% of what comes out of my mouth is pure rubbish. (laughs) So, you know, I wouldn't sort of like really put any store in what I say. But, yeah, I'm just going to say that matcha is a bit of a faff for me and hoping it's a bit of a fad. If tomorrow matcha didn't exist and I couldn't access it, I would be okay. Mm -hmm. But I do enjoy matcha from... Welcome back to Conversations in the Car or Over Coffee. We aren't in the car today, nor do we have any coffee. But <laughs> Nor will we ever be in the car after the last experience of trying to record the podcast in the car. We might have to think about a new name. But they're car conversations is mm. the point. Yes. Yeah. They're the sort of conversations that you have when you've got that idle time, things that you wouldn't normally like talk about in every day, the deeper topics or the more frivolous <laughs> topics but yes my name is Bronte because we got to remember to introduce ourselves for the podcast and I'm Rachel yep and we are just two girls at different stages in their lives who have opinions on things and have some conversations (laughs) (laughs) so we're real pros that's the premise (laughs) of this yeah welcome to our TED talk but today we are going to talk about some popular i guess trends that we find overrated yeah so yeah it's just a little bit of a fun one hopefully maybe relatable for some people or if not then you can never laugh at it yeah you can not relate at all so should we dive into our highs and lows of the week sure why don't you go first okay i think my high of the week which hopefully isn't going to be the same as your high or at least my high for the last two days. It's been nice to have some nice weather. And looking out the window, we have a view out to kind of the water and the beaches. And it's quite uplifting every single time you look out the water to be able to see a really, like, clear skyline. There was some yachts out earlier. So, hmm. yeah, that's nice. that's been kind of nice. Given the summer we've had so far, it's I can see why it's a high. It's Ooh, not like, I know. But I guess you appreciate it, don't you? Like, when you don't have it, you really does help you sort of appreciate it more so Mm. yeah that's great well my high is I start well actually I got a recommendation from another podcast that let me know that with our Spotify subscription we now have access to heaps and heaps and heaps of really good audio books is a great one yeah so I've started listening to the resilience project which Mm. is a book written by Hugh van Kylenberg um uh, great book. I'm not sure why I haven't read it so far. And I encourage Bronte to read it. So she started listening to it as well. And we have decided to do it as our first book in the inaugural Conversations in the Car with Coffee <laughs> book club. Yeah. So, yeah, we're pretty excited about that because it touches on quite a lot of, you know, cool stuff that we're interested in. So I always think it's nice when you've got a book that you're enjoying. It's a bit of a high in your day. Yeah, you know, It's a sort of squirrel or a time to listen to it. So, yeah, it's my high. What's your low? My low is probably just because I have a little bit of lead time before I start uni, before some things kind of amp up. I think that at the moment, the nature of my days are, some days are quite busy where I'm doing like a lot and then there'll be a bit of kind of like a lead time period and then there'll mm. be, it'll be busier. And I struggle in those periods where I don't have something pressing. that's not work, mm. not school, that's kind of not pressing to 
not feel stressed or guilty about having that time. But, I mean, I think even just things like, I think that I'm making, I'm trying to be okay with having little activities that aren't necessarily the most productive thing, like doing things that are crafty and Mm. planning, you know, little listening parties and even just planning out the book club and things like that, things that aren't super, super productive, but are kind of cup filling activities as well creative things too aren't always like super productive as well but I think also you've kind of been raised in a in an environment where resting is almost considered to be lazy you Mm. know and I sort of see that in you there's that sort of oh not hustle culture but just that inability to sort of value rest time as well and Mm. I you know it is it is one of those things you always have to be sort of checking yourself I think because Especially when you know you're going to have a busy year, it's okay to have a few weeks before you start that busyness to just sort of, yeah. you know, you know, do a few things that you want to do because when you're busy, you won't be able to do those things and then you'll be dreaming about doing those things again. Mm. Um, Your low. My low, I just did it, <laughs> was um, I just did it again. You told me how many ums you had to edit out of from my from me yeah. in our last podcast. I thought I'd kick the habit, so I'm going to try really hard this Ooh, time. It's going to make you so conscious because um, I said like so many you. times. I was like, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was editing, Get thinking to myself, "Shut up, you don't have to do it." And I knew every time that you were going to do an um, and I knew every time I was going to do a like, I'd hear it and I'd just be like, "No, just." Don't do it, and we would, but oh, it's okay. Well, another one of my highs is the software that I've found to edit this means that it's so easy to just take them all out. Take so, all my ums out. Yeah. yeah well, I'm going to try to make sure that there are not so many ums this I'm time. I'm going to try not to say like so much either because it's it's annoying. Like, um is kind of, I feel like, is less annoying than like, like, like. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, oh my God. <laughs> anyway, shall we start the podcast? Yes. So, we are going to talk through some things that we think are kind of popular trends or habits or things that people do that are kind of like, yeah, have a little bit of hype behind them that we don't necessarily get behind. But also, there's going to be a list of, the list is sort of, there'll be things that Bronte things that are overrated, things that I think are overrated, mm. and then there's things that we both kind of agree wholeheartedly. Mm. So should we start off with one that we both really just don't get at all? But Well, it's not. Uh, are we going to start with the first one on our list? One, or you think that's a bit boring? No, I'll start with the first one on our list. Okay. But I think it's not that I don't get this. I understand why people... So, just for context, <laughs> watching the news. Some people do it every day. Some people do it morning and night. We're not big news watchers. That's not to say that we don't know what's going on around mm. us, especially if Taylor Swift is doing anything. We're quite up to oh, date. Oh, for sure. Or Jason Kels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, but no, no, we... Travis Kels. Yes, yes, Travis Kels. Jason is his brother, yeah. That's all I know. <laughs> Oh, dear. As you can see, we're very up-to-date we on We used to watch things. Breakfast TV, we didn't did. we? And there was a lot of news in that. But we kicked that habit, mm, well, I think when you started at high school because we, you were getting up we, too early. We don't, we, didn't, we don't watch TV in the morning. Sometimes when, because I get the newspaper every day, sometimes I'll have, like, a look at what's on the front page. We know what's going on around, but 
we don't obsess over needing to watch the news and I can find that watching the news I never feel good after I watch mm. it it's mm. always I find there's always something negative on there whether it's you know somebody's being stabbed or there's I don't mind a running I don't no, either no, but it's it's not like we quite enjoy listening to true crime posts mm. when mm. you know you're hearing about the investigation and things like that but I find that the news brings me down. It's quite overwhelming to have, let's say, half an hour at least of just bang, bang, bang sort of like news stories. And I think, you know, for anyone who's in any way anxious or mm-hmm. has like, like I know you sort of like have a bit of anxiety around environmental things mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. I mean, I don't tend to. I just find it a bit sort of for me I'll say it actually does the opposite it it desensitizes me Mm. like for me if I just see it all the time I'm like ah yeah and other things Mm. happen which isn't great either no no exactly and I think that whereas with you it kind of makes you more anxious did I just say it no I just said (laughs) (laughs) no I know and I think that I think that there's we're not being ignorant no no we're not we're not kind of like sticking our heads in the sand and being like so i know what's going well exactly well (laughs) we we know what's going on but i think that there's things that you can can control Mm. and things that you can't control Mm. and there's no point overwhelming yourself with information on problems and issues that you can't make an impact with Mm. and and there is enough information around so that let's say if you hear about something you want to know more you can go and research it i do sometimes do that but, yeah, I think we should move on to another one, otherwise yeah. we'll spend the whole time talking about this. Because you pretty much could talk about this the whole topic if we yeah. really wanted to. Why don't you pick one that you think's overrated and then I can dump on you? Okay, I'm going to go with one which is kind of, I feel like, is the most topical at the moment. Uh, remakes. So, um. for why it's topical at the moment, the Wonka film. Will mm. not be seeing it. Do not stand behind it. I'm just not... A massive fan, and I don't think this is a super unpopular opinion, but, like, I feel like Disney and sometimes people like that, like, no hate on Disney. They're a great company. They make some fantastic things, but really squeezing the life Mm -hmm. out of anything that is popular. Like, you know, even Star Wars, just always needing to make a new movie, you know, redoing the Roald Dahl series. I'm sure Roald Dahl will be rolling in his mm-hmm. grave yeah like I just I sometimes think that things that are classic or that were successful some of the beauty of them is that they stand alone and just keeping mm. on bringing out another movie another sequel it just cheapens it mm. and so yeah I'm not a big fan of remakes especially like I saw, I've seen a new book come out which is inspired by Roald Dahl oh, called yeah, Wonka and things fact, like that. It? It's just like, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I just I can't get behind remakes like that or t- a series where mm. if you're getting to the fourth m- movie, you're probably doing too many. I mm. mean, in most cases. Do you know what I think about remakes is that I think for some creative people it's tempting because they can't always capture their vision with the current technology. Yeah. So, like, when Steven Spielberg... Sorry, no, when... What's the Star Wars guy? George George Lucas remade, like, the Star Wars movies. For me, a lot of the 
the the wonderful things about the original movies was the Jim Henson mm. puppetry. And so when it all got sort of redone with AI or like well whatever they not AI but whatever they mm. use, I, I miss puppets. Like yeah. I want to bring puppets back. I loved all of those. Like all of that stuff was so beautiful, and I think it's it's going to be a really lost art. And the other thing is like stop motion. I guess that mm. has its own sort of thing in current day and age. But like some of that sort of stop motion and puppetry and things like that have been really kind of swamped by technology and that's the part of Remax it's not for me it's not so much the over and over and over it's just the temptation to to sort of always trump the technology because it's become available Mm. and it yeah and I think I think I would say to add into that is which is another one we could probably add to the list I don't think CGI at the moment at the level Mm. that it's at I don't love CGI, especially when it's kind of like I think a lot during COVID when people when they couldn't get overseas to film, they would do a lot of kind of like wild animals and things like that CGI, which I mean is probably a lot more kind to animals and things like that and and definitely probably more economical and ethical, but mm. I don't love CGI at the moment. I think that there's there's some real, yeah, like the kind of Ardman style, um, mm. you know, it takes a bit more work but and the puppetry and things like that, but there's some art in that. Okay, why don't we introduce one that you think is overrated? Is an absolute faff? Mm, yeah. An absolute faff. Okay, so maybe, look, I'm just going to say that maybe my palette is not tweaked properly. Not very sophisticated. Yeah, or maybe, I don't know, I just don't enjoy the taste of grass. But to me, <laughs> what cookies. is with matcha? Like, honestly. I mean, I guess I'm not a tea drinker, so I just kind of wouldn't want to drink it anyway. Apart from the fact it's just incredibly messy and fine-powdered, the flavour's just sort of... It's insipid? A bit, it's a bit earthy. Yeah, but, yeah, insipid and earthy at the same time. It's like eating cauliflower flavored tea <laughs> or something i'm really for sure. context cauliflower is in your opinion <laughs> probably the worst thing that ever well, sprouted from the earth yeah yes. exactly yeah i need to put in my t- 10 cents here mm-hmm. because a i would want it to be on the record that i stand by matcha and i'm not agreeing with you and i but everything that I'm hearing when you're like, oh, it's messy, it's powder, it's earthy, how is that different from coffee? Oh, well, I mean, yes, I can see why you would think <laughs> that because you splash coffee grounds all over the place, so you just splash matcha as well. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I look, I completely agree. I would actually just say I, we probably should preface this podcast by saying 99.9% of what, percent of what comes out of my mouth is pure rubbish. <laughs> so, you know, I wouldn't sort of like really put any store in what I say. But, yeah, I'm just going to say that matcha is a bit of a faff for me and if, hoping it's a bit of a fad. If tomorrow matcha didn't exist and I couldn't access it, I would be okay, mm-hmm. but I do enjoy matcha from now now and then. It mixes up the coffee as well. It's sort of like I probably prefer coffee to tea, but I do love a cup of tea every once in a while. Mm. So. Okay. Mm. What, I'll do one. Yes, why don't you do one? I'm going to say I'm going to go fantasy books. And you said to me before when we were talking about this, but you love Harry Potter. Harry Potter is the one exception, and I feel like anyone would be able to be like, well, I mean... Harry Potter's Harry Potter. It's kind of it's a bit like, like it saying, stands on oh, its own. I really don't like sci-fi except for Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fantasy, I don't know. I just 
I find it hard to get behind. I find it difficult to immerse myself in a world where there's too much kind of like dragons and stuff going on. Like mm-hmm. it just kind of doesn't really make sense to me. That being said, I'm not, I'm pretty open to in reading to, you know, trying lots new of genres. Dro- trying new things. And if somebody tells me that a fantasy book is amazing, I'll read it. But I think I'm, I'm definitely not one of those girls. I know everybody loves like the Court of Thorns and Roses and mm. the Sarah J. Maz at the moment. It's very, very popular. But I don't know. I just find it very. I sometimes find that fantasy can be a bit smutty for me too. Where it's oh, just a little smutty. Yeah, but I, I is know. it is it more because like I would say I've never read a fantasy book. They just it doesn't sort of appeal to me to the point then I would go and find one to read. But maybe would you say that as well? Like, yeah. Have you tried? Because I don't oh, think I've, maybe no, I've, I've, I've tried. I I I've tried, tried Sarah J. I just can't really get into it. I know. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's with those things too, it's a little bit like the pilot of a show where the first book, because they're setting things mm. up, is never the best. Mm. But I don't know. I'm just not a fantasy girl. I struggle when I'm reading something new for the first time to wade through that whole section of getting to know mm. Who all the people are? I get really confused by all the names. And the problem and with fantasy is, I reckon fantasy would it's be a whole worse. it's a whole yeah. world that you've got yeah. to get your head around, and yeah. fictional or mythical creatures, yeah. and then all of the different laws of a different world. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not dead set. Would never read a fantasy book. I'm open, but I'm not a fantasy girly. No. What's just out of interest? What would what genre would you call what were those books and movies about like the with the arrow <laughs> Hunger Games Hunger Games Yeah what are, they? are they fantasy Yeah Hunger Games would fall into yeah, fantasy okay. I'd say okay. because they're sort of like thing, it's a made like, up world it, Yeah like a lot of those made up worlds are very similar that's mm. my only other thing too is like they're all doing the same thing in those fantasy I agree fantasy and worlds. I often will read it and I'm like yeah I know but it's kind of just like a rehash of this but just slightly different Exactly mm. Anyway, okay. all right. On to you. I'm going to take one. Okay, I'm going to say my thing that's overrated, but I'll explain why I think it's overrated is drinking water. Yeah, I, I've got. I think it's really interesting that naturally you your body kind of leans towards things you like and don't like, and mm. I think if you were to do some study on that, and I'm sure people have, that sometimes you don't like something for a reason like mm. people may be and I, I know the opposite happens like I was just gonna say people who are like gluten intolerant some mm. people just actually don't enjoy the taste of bread and so the gluten intolerant people didn't eat a lot of bread to start with but mm. then also know of a lot of people who are gluten intolerant and they absolutely mm. love bread but I just have never really been been a big fan of like the the taste or non-taste of water mm. and I'm not dying of dehydration. I would say I get my water from like daily coffees. <laughs> <laughs> but I do drink, like I will definitely lean towards like a milk or a juice or something. I just need something more than that flavour. Mm. So last year I decided, no, no, I need to drink more water, like, you know, as a thing. So I started drinking water. I actually found that when I drink water during day, if I sip on a big thing of water, it actually gives me reflux. And I don't have reflux normally. Mm. So I was like... Well, no wonder I don't like drinking water. My body already knows that this isn't a thing for me. So Mm. I've sort of reframed it for myself this year because I do want to keep my liquids up. And I find that if 
I put something with the water, mm. then my body can tolerate it. So I wonder what that's about. There's trying to drink mindfully, drink more water in your everyday too. When you're just like, I've got to drink water throughout the day. And then there's like, if you eat something salty, mm. like your body kind of naturally yeah. wants water. Like you want to drink it the same way. That's like true. if you're tired, like your body's like, I'm gonna go to sleep. Yeah, that's true. Something that I would add on to this because I'm a big water drinker, but I think that this is a slightly unpopular opinion but a little bit easier to get around for some people Mm. do you think all water tastes the same or does some water taste different because I'm quite sensitive I don't really love bottled water or like you know when you go somewhere like a beachside town or something like that and the water's on the bore or off the bore or whatever Mm. and it's like a little bit different and you've kind of got to adjust to the different taste of water like I find that is quite unsettling yeah no I, I know what you mean that doesn't actually bother me but, yeah, I know what you mean. I think – and I think I would say that my, I tolerate water well first thing in the morning and mm. last thing at night. And yeah, so that's same. what I'm trying to do is just actually listen to my body and I go, I definitely okay, drink more water yeah. at night. Like yeah. I – during the day I don't drink – I probably would go through maybe – two 600 mils and then at night like I'd probably go through three before I go to bed in probably three hours or so I just drink more then yeah but I I, like I just I think that before you go to bed too your body sort of knows it's or at least mine seems to know that it's going to go in a period without water and I'm like kind of waterboarding up (laughs) do you know what's funny cameling it (laughs) is your sister has always since she was like really tiny taken a liter of water to, to bed, bed in a drunk. bottle and drunk it all night long in her sleep mm. like she doesn't know and then she wakes up in the morning and miraculously the water bottle the bottle of water has been drunk yeah like what is that but and bella and her sleeping bed. habits we could have a podcast <laughs> on that alone yeah. but anyway maybe that's a thing okay have you got something else wrong yeah okay my last one Ooh, this one's going to be a very oh, controversial yeah, one. I'm probably gonna <laughs> probably going to get so much hate from all of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> but Harry Styles, here's the thing. I don't dislike Harry Styles. I like the idea of Harry Styles. I like the things that he stands for. But I don't feel that his music is anything that special. And I don't know, just generally, like, I'm just not a massive fan of his work. I don't think there's anything bad about it. But like, for me, it isn't groundbreaking. And I have other artists where I feel like what they do They're is... breaking ground. But also mm. it's it's it seems a lot richer. I'd feel like, and maybe I'm just, I don't understand or I'm not at a, my palette... Mm. isn't sophisticated enough to understand what other people are getting but I don't feel there's nothing that deep for me in some of the things that he does and it just kind of doesn't jazz me so I'm not a huge Harry Styles person I was never a One Direction girly either do you reckon like music is a little bit like let's say painting where some musicians are considered great because if I was to liken it to painting where it's something's more impressionistic and it's not like like it looks like there's less technical skill right and so you look at you know like one of those paintings where somebody's kind of Mm. where it's a bit chaotic and you don't look at it and see a picture but then for me that's that sort of genre whereas you know the musicians you like are more technically skilled do you know what I mean and maybe you just enjoy 
the more technical artist as opposed to the one who's throwing shit at the wall and everything's sticking really well and yeah, it's just a vibe. Like, maybe. Yeah. And at the risk of being at this is really controversial, but I would say that some artists too, rather than the work, it's their what they are like what they symbolise too. I well yeah, but I also think that like in the world there's always shifts within society and when 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 we see a celebrity or an artist or something like that that symbolises a certain kind of change in society or coming out or symbolises things where they're kind of an icon at the time, mm. I think sometimes, like, that becomes... Elevates Elevates, elevates mm. their art. Yeah. And I, like, although I'm very supportive of Harry Styles and everything that he represents, in terms of his actual art, I don't find it as profound as some artists i would say yeah except edit except the song late night talking apart from that (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay all right so something that we both which it's just that we don't we haven't really done wait you've got one more have i yeah you do journaling sorry i spoiled it you spoiled it far out okay journaling is Mm. mine i know i'm supposed to do it i know it's really good for you i I'm a real stickler for reminding Bronte to be journaling all the time. But I... It really helps me. Just can't do it. I don't know why. Because I feel like I already know what those thoughts are. I don't need to put them out on paper. And then my, like, and then my handwriting starts to bother me. And then, and also, I don't want that stuff on paper so that like when I die, everyone's going to go, oh, my God, she really was a psycho. No, I love reading back over what I've written. I I like it because the idea that sometimes the thoughts that I have in my head are scary to me or they feel – or I just – I just have a mindset which I know isn't the mindset that I want and I and if I don't acknowledge it and if I don't challenge it by writing it down and actually cha- like help sometimes that helps me challenge the thoughts or the fears that I have inside my head but then also it, everything seems so much smaller when it's on paper you put it out and it also it distances yourself from it mm. like you're able to you know when you're in the moment and mm-hmm. something just feels like it's it's the end of the world. Yeah. Like, it feels like the scariest thing. It feels like the worst thing. Or you feel like, mm. for some reason, whatever you're doing is the worst thing possible. Mm. And if anyone knew about it, you feel like, you know, they would think that you were the worst person or, like, this mm. thought that you've got in your head. Sometimes then when you write it down, it means it puts it in the past in terms of you look at it and you're like, oh, that's how I was feeling and I'm okay. Like, you're able to kind of mm. separate from it. And I, I find journaling hugely helpful. But... I also acknowledge that you have things in your life that little things that you avoid or you put off and there's often a reason for that. You sort of find that with drilling. I tend to find that with meditating. I really struggle to sit there and not start to get bad thoughts in my head and actually spiral. So I just really avoid doing it. Mm. And I really tried to, there was one point when I was really, really trying to implement the habit. And I think I just wasn't ready where I was just like, no, I actually, the thought of sitting here for five minutes is actually terrifying me. And I, I'm not going to do it. So you've got to take small steps. You've got to do what works for you. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And I find like journal prompts too. They just Annoying. Yeah, Gen- yeah, I know. I-, I could never commit to a journal prompt too because what w- what if you don't? That's not what you feel like writing. Yeah, I just yeah. For me, I just can't see the value in it. But 
Yeah, I also think probably I think that I need to put stuff in there that's too in depth. Maybe oh, I can just start with profound. some. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I can just start with some su- sort of surface level stuff. Maybe it's I just write down silly little thoughts, and sometimes if I have something in my head too, which I'm actually, I don't feel like I can put it into words I just don't want to manifest it or I don't want to accept that that's the thought that I have in my head sometimes I just draw a little doodle or something that alludes Mm. to it Mm. or sometimes I have a feeling and I'm like oh I want to I don't want to like I want to keep this inside like I don't want it's like a wish I don't want to say it out loud but I'm just gonna like draw a little bit of something that alludes to it which I sometimes find Mm. is a little bit of a hack if I can't if I feel like I have that that's writer's block yeah okay Okay, right. last one, which is one that we both... Is this the one I was going to say? Yeah, sorry. Sorry That's for okay. cutting you off. We oh, you're doing them in order, aren't you? No, you're not. No, I'm not. No, okay. no, I just thought that we Well, you get... say it because I actually have no idea what you're going to say now. Skincare routines. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yep, yep. Yeah. I mean, maybe for a 49-year-old, I'm exceptionally wrinkled or I don't have much... But is it a general, like in your when you were a teenager, mm. was skincare like a massive thing? Because for me, it's a massive thing. Like everybody has Not their morning. Massive, but it like was, it was a, like was you a know thing. you know makeup. Like you know how yeah. girls when you were my age, girls every single day would get up and put makeup on. It's like that, but every single day people do skincare. skincare. They've got their night and their evening skincare. No, routine. I think ours was mostly just about our oily T-zone and not getting zits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, whereas now it's like you've got the toner, then you've got the mist, then you've got the cleanser, then you've got the moisturiser, then you've got, like, the But you know what? Oil, I think that, that maybe mask. we are coming from a bit of an entitled position because mm. neither of us have sort of... Problem skin, no. like you know, I had zits when I was a kid, but no, I, I don't have any. Dry I think that's a, that, that actually I'm that's important think, to say yeah. is that I would be a focus for us if we had some issue going on. No, sure. no, no, and I've I've I have never ever struggled with really problematic skin. My skin's always been pretty middle of the road in terms of oiliness and things like that, and hormonally, like I've never experienced very bad acne. I think that all I would say is like I don't necessarily buy into the the self carey type side of it where I want to spend half an hour at night and half an hour in the morning putting things on my face. Like I feel like I have one or two products that work really well for me. I use them when I feel that I need them and then when I don't feel like like I don't mm. I don't need that that regime. Yeah. Because I think that's the other thing too, you're right. If you don't have ongoing issues it almost makes no difference what you do <laughs> because you can do it because you feel like you need to order for and yeah mate you might feel extra dewy yeah day, I've always just then, felt like nah. I didn't I only needed one thing yeah. so yeah I'd, I'd say a more simple beauty routine so but we're not going to get a sponsorship by Mecca or Sephora or anything like no. that are we that we're going to have kiss that goodbye because yeah. what we've just said they're just well, going to be like you might get a Jo Malone sponsorship <gasps> I do love my Jo Malone perfume <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I don't like any of the other flavours, so maybe... Anyway, we can talk about that another time. Mm. Okay, something we both think is a little bit of a faff. I liked it at some time in my life, Mm. but I now just... It just doesn't appeal to me at all, Mm. is camping. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Mm, The... Honestly, I when we did used to do a lot of camping, I really mm. enjoyed it. I wouldn't say I'm against camping. The only thing that I would say is is that 
I don't mind having an outdoorsy day or an outdoorsy adventure, but I don't need the overnight part. And I think that that's what makes it sometimes feel a little bit onerous for me when it's like, okay, you're going for an adventure, but you've got to pack this and this and that. You've got to haul out your tent and do up the tent and then you've got to make the campfire and all of that. Like I'm happy to have a day where I go for a hike or Mm. something like that or go to the beach or something and then go home at the end of the day and have a shower. (laughs) (laughs) You see, I don't the bit you're right, I mean I developed this sort of like take baby wipes camping with Mm. us philosophy even when you guys were quite young because I thought that was a bit of a game changer I hated Mm. being having dirty hands all the time Mm. it's great yeah I agree with you about the overnight although I don't yeah you're right I don't hate camping I just it's just not something that really I'm hanging to do anymore and for me I reckon 98% of it is the smell of the campfire in my hair like if campfires didn't smell I reckon I'd probably be keener for camping i don't know you're giving me I a look know. no 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 i just i just i don't I know i don't know whether I, I don't know if i'm gonna say that i'm not i don't like camping like i think that mm, okay so that's more of a me thing I don't, I don't i don't mind the smell of the campfire that much like i think that if i was going camping for three days i would be so sick of it like it's not the nicest smell in the world but it doesn't offend me mm. full okay yeah i've what grown else? pretty used to it with our neighbors burn oh yes <laughs> We'll say no more just in case our neighbours start listening to this podcast. <laughs> what else haven't we said? I think that's everything. That's everything. Gosh. Yeah. I feel like we're really petty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like our a lot of our opinions and things we don't stand behind is does come from a place of like we don't watch the news. Like, like you know, we're we very... We try to pick surface-level things because... Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah. very first-world problems. Oh, like, for sure. Oh, oh we, we choose not to turn the TV on in the morning and things like that, but, yeah. you know... But, no, I guess that there were, like, we did try and keep it light. We are passionate about other real, like, things in life. Yeah, like, definitely, um, and we've had some deeper yeah. episodes and we were like, no, we're yes. going to have a fun one this yeah. time. So this was just more of a fun one. We'd be interested to hear any, like, unpopular opinions you have or... You know, I just think that these were just some fun little things that, you know, yeah, it's just a fun little chat. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let us know if you follow us on Instagram or any of the socials, let us know what you think are overrated. And we'll talk to you next week. Yep. Bye.